We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Because now, if I'm being like just totally honest, I have no idea what it would be like to be a new player now. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, back it's in my day, things were different. Yeah. You know, we, we used to raid uphill both ways. <laughs> everyone welcome to the podcast the show dedicated to talk about all the progress things in life like music content creation and video games i'm one of your co-hosts jessica sam and uh <laughs> sorry honey but it's not coming up it's not coming up i need i need to follow up on last week i made i made a reference to the the psychic fake psychic medium <laughs> who uh who like told the parents of a missing kid that they're kid was dead and then he was found like four years later a lot four of, years um, later is her, insane her name is sylvia brown she's sorry honey but your kid's not coming home <laughs> are there real ones no actually that's a good point Saying fake, <laughs> fake, you know fake psychic is kind of redundant <laughs> that's a good point are that's there real point. ones yep that's funny so how you doing buddy i'm good man good uh not a lot going on just been playing obscene amounts of Tarkov and buying a house. So just yeah, that's epic news. Yeah, exciting, GG. very excited, but just been a whirlwind with the kids yeah, yeah, and the true. YouTube and the wipe. And we're gonna be moving in August, first few weeks of August. So oh my god, August is coming up. So Nikita, if you're listening, make the wipe the second half of August. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. There you go. I'm sure he's listening. Yeah, I'm sure, uh-huh. and I'm sure he will also postpone the patch for me, for sure. Yeah, um, that actually reminds me. Today is my uh, ninth wedding anniversary. Oh, with the wife. Yeah. Wow! Happy anniversary! Yeah, thanks. coming up on the the ten years. Yeah, the emerald, the golden. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what any of the rules are. So. uh it's like uh, it just makes me think of like ranks and like like I don't know what any of them are, but in like Valorant, like are you are you platinum, dude? Are you plat two? We're plat two. Next we just year, got the, plat me and my two. wife just got plat two. Yeah, true. Oh my god, I'm gonna be like, yo, babe, congrats on the Elo spike. Congrats, dude. That would be somebody needs to find the original whatever list and redo it with like rankings, true. like. The, the boomer rankings, yeah, yeah, no, this like bronze ribbon bullshit. No, 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 I'm talking Elo, bro. I I have to make um 
a sort of half an announcement, half a warning, half a <laughs> cautionary tale. So, as of the second week of my recovery from my surgery, um, I'm now on to like pureed. Oh, foods. yeah. Um, and let me upgrades. Just well. Mm. Of all the things, and trust me, I've gone through pretty much all of them mm-hmm. in my head conceptually. Of all of the things possible that you could puree, <laughs> macaroni and cheese no. is to me seems like the most the, like the least gross of all of the it's all gross, right? Yeah. I can but like you think get about it, that. it's just like cheese, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like if I had to puree something I didn't want to puree, you kind of would think mac and Imagine cheese. spaghetti? Like, I feel like yeah. that's better than spaghetti. Yeah. Well, it's... Tr- I mean... <laughs> I, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> but I also wouldn't recommend against it. It's It was challenging. Oh. It, it, imagine if you took... Picture, like, if you took three sticks of butter... And then took like a blowtorch to it. <laughs> That's basically like what it looked like. Not like burnt, but just like melty, mushy. It was, uh, th- dude, there's something about food that like a, like a pasta noodle. It doesn't yeah. have like a shell, right? No, yeah. But it's a different experience chewing on a pasta noodle than it is putting an already chewed pasta oh, noodle in your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> right, dude. Right? Yeah. It, just eating it with a spoon in that way, like you would ice cream, is oh so no! I was struggling. So today, I, I kind of slightly prematurely broke the rules a little bit, and I made ramen, just like top yeah. ramen, but I like sliced the noodles up to where they're like little yeah. pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't a liquid it wasn't yeah, yeah, like yeah. paste it wasn't emulsified yeah yeah paste is a good is a good word a paste uh and it was honestly fine and this was like the first normal meal i've had because oh so i bet that was delicious after two it was weeks the greatest of... thing i've ever eaten in my entire yeah, life yeah 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 i i will i'll it's the greatest thing i've ever eaten dude i cannot tell you how difficult it's been having this diet i i go all day long Bruh. i have a gogurt and a jello and dude. i just diarrhea all day that's my <laughs> life it's my fucking life, dude. It's terrible. That's awful. I would hate that so much. I, would I discovered hate that. one thing, though, like literally an hour ago. That's the greatest thing. And I try like the boost and ensure yep. like, protein because I need protein. I'm going to fucking sure. die you know, yeah. if I don't get protein for six weeks. But in protein shakes, like I, I got used to them in college when I like for actually sure. like worked out and whatever. But like I just just can't like drink the whey protein shakes like yeah. all day every day have you ever had the fair life milk mm-hmm. yeah which is like, like almost a, a protein free. shake in just milk form it's got like a ton more protein and it's lactose free milk it, yeah it lasts like 10 times longer than milk yep. does it tastes better yep they have a protein. yes yeah i've had those and it it tastes exactly like the chocolate milk yep. like the chocolate milk protein shake is identical to just There's the no chocolate weird aftertaste. Milk. Yeah. So this is like, 
I'm so excited for this because now I'm gonna probably eat like ramen and chocolate milk for <laughs> the next for the next like two weeks until then I can do so like you can minced, upgrade yeah minced meat and like finely chopped pasta I I, I kind of jumped the gun a little bit but oh dude that it reminds me of like have you ever seen the like liquid thickeners like my mom towards the end she needed um she she needed any liquid that she drank to be thickened up. It was something with like her throat and the muscles and swallowing. And it was like, I don't remember. Interesting. It's but, the opposite of what I Yeah. Think. But it was literally so they gave her this. It's like powder and then even like go travel packets and it's flavorless. But you pour it in anything and it just it thickens it. So like we would well, like put in like Sprite. <laughs> yeah. No, you could. Dude, we would we would take some of the travel packs and just like if our friend we had a restaurant, our friend was in the bathroom. We would just stir some in his like Coke and thicken up his Coke. It's so, it's so weird because it doesn't change. Yeah, it's called like thick it. Yeah. So, and it I is just, it like a slush, like a like a frozen Coke? No, it like it's like it exists somewhere between like Jello. It's a plasma. It's like slime. Yeah, it's like a plasma. Like it does that to whatever you're it's like what is. happens when you puree mac and cheese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you can just like keep adding them and it just gets like it's weird. It's the weirdest stuff. I never seen it before, but I mean they literally use it to like thicken up. So it's something huh. about using muscles when you're swallowing. I don't know. Interesting. It was dude, I, I have hilarious. a new appreciation for my great uncle Gil. Um who I, we might have talked about the stamps. Did I ever talk about stamp collection? That whole thing that I went through like like last year uh-huh. or whatever. Oh, he has like he had like a, a stamp collection that I'll just show you a picture one day. Imagine like I know different parts of the country like don't have basements. Do they ever have basements like yeah. where? where well, okay. no, there's no basements in Florida, but I I've had houses so with basements imagine just like a, a normal house is like basement and imagine yeah. like one like the width of a house wall mm-hmm. and then imagine floor to ceiling bookshelf and then imagine three inch binders filling the whole thing with every with single country stamps? in the world filled with stamps yeah and i inherited everything including a stamp collection and it was holy like holy cow bro i've the, the amount that i went into stamps man like that's it was one of the most stressful things ever, too, because the man, like, you look at a stamp, and the way that you would determine if it was worth five cents or five hundred dollars is counting the number of, like, you know, the little when you when they cut them, they like had the little indentations, ridges, where that it's would like tell, kind of perforated or what? It would like that, and if you look at the Abe Lincoln, like the. The wisp of his hair had a line here versus not. That's how you determine whether or not it's a 1923 versus a 23 late edition, bro. And 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 imagine every page has 30 stamps and there's yikes. Literally tens of thousands. That's in the in the yeah, so but but anyway, that's completely beside wow. the point. He he had um multiple bouts with oral cancer so he had a ton oh, of surgery you know i mean yeah. just back in the day everybody smoked cigarettes and whatever um and for the last like 10 years of his life he couldn't eat anything solid so yeah. he was on this st- and like i always you know obviously you feel bad you know for the guy because he like loved food and now after a week of it i'm like Thinking. this man deserves a statue yeah like, <laughs> yeah thinking of doing that for a decade like holy fuck that's oh my god oh yeah 
Well, those were random things. And I guess a great segue is if you like us talking about random things. So we have kind of like a small announcement to make. It's like a pre-announcement. But uh, me and V have been talking for a while now. and We talked this morning of uh, we're considering starting a Patreon for the podcast. It's kind of come out of we have loved talking about more and more things, more and more things outside of like Tarkov and gaming. And we've noticed the episodes have gotten longer and longer and longer. And you guys have been like eating it up the amount of support that we've seen. And so, uh, so that's just something potentially to look forward to. We would, there's a ton of things we would love to do. Like the podcast community has kind of become its thing. Like Veritas has his community. I, my community, there's always been a lot of overlap. And now like the podcast community is growing. So like, doing like Q&As, opportunities to talk about other stuff, potentially additional episodes, um, like consolidating all of our really, really old episodes that are kind of all over the place, like just a bunch of stuff that we that we want to do that is like extra ways to engage with us and the podcast and stuff like that. So, yeah, maybe maybe like uh, early access to episodes, potentially, um, like I said, uh, like, like he said, other additional kind of content yeah where is similar to this but maybe we're talking about ev- anything from yeah. you know like, like less tarkov focused stuff and more about like all of the other shit that we talk about yeah um with a whole bunch of like community in involvement yeah um there's like yeah, so there's tons stoked. of ideas like tons of stuff we'd love to do like long term but but uh we're, we're thinking about it we want to keep it simple and really start with just yeah like engaging more with you guys and talking about more non-gaming related stuff because we've kind of noticed that like where we'll go on tangents we're talking about twitch and content creation we'll talk about movies or tv shows we've seen we'll talk about stuff going on in the world and so um so yeah so we wanted to kind of throw that off in the beginning to let you guys know that that's something that we're we're planning on we're working on and uh i guess a thank you guys for the for what the community has become and and how much like i just like it's still crazy. Every time somebody comes in and is like, dude, best episode of the podcast yet, or like awesome episode. I'm just like, there's still a part of my brain that's like, it's you listen to this? Like it's crazy. Like it's just two yeah, old men a, as, on a front porch yelling at the <laughs> yelling at the BSG devs as they ride by on their bikes. You know what I mean? And I yeah, dude, like as consumers of content, it's it we like I don't know about you, but I live in two different worlds where it's like I view content creators that of the content I like, the podcasts I listen to, whatever. Yeah. In a completely different light than like I view myself. Yeah, as, you for know sure. I mean? As a content creator. Yeah. And like inevitably there are people who think about me like I think about the people I listen yeah, to. Yeah. And it's so weird. Yeah. It it's is. so weird. And then, and, and then when I reflect on like if I was ever at like Starbucks and I was behind like Griffin McElroy. Like, yeah, I'm like, I need to step out of my own shoes and think about how knowing him, how would I want someone to react to me? And then I need to like adopt that. Yep. To like try not to be awkward or weird yeah. or whatever. It's such a weird thing to like consider. It is. Um, but <laughs> uh, but obviously, like people have been asking for more, wanting more for sure. And- and we're not we're not planning on changing anything really about like what we do like the core yeah. show. So yeah, if if it's something that you're you know you don't you don't necessarily want more than what we got, then by all means, yeah, keep we're on not going to everything's going to be fine. Yeah, um, we're not going to take away from this to do there. We just want to do yeah. more. 
Yeah. Yeah. So otherwise, we got we got more coming, and uh, obviously more ways to potentially support us for and sure. yeah. make it make it a win win. So anyway, yeah, that's that. So that's that. Be on the lookout for that. Um, coming in the next few weeks. Um, speaking of the next few weeks, Tarkov land wipe soon, wipe in, imminent. You know what I mean? Last week we spent like three hours talking about everything on a million things. And now it's just like, we're just in that holding pattern. You know what I mean? It's like exactly why it's one of the reasons why they don't talk about wipe. Cause then it's like, once the hype of the wipe announcement wears off, it's just, everyone's like, everything in, they do in the, in between doesn't yeah. matter anymore. It's the holding pattern. Yeah. I made a yeah. video. I made a video the other day where I was like, "Now is the best time to start." I saw that because I like. I really firmly believe that. I, there was a line I put in there where it was like, "There's two different learning curves in Tarkov. There's like the skill, but then there's the knowledge, and you can just get such a head start on the knowledge." You know what I mean? Like, and just the experiential part of it. Yeah, hopping in on a wipe day and not being like, "What's an extract? I what's a heavy bleed?" You know what I mean? Like, what guns take what bullets? Stuff that simple, not having to worry about that, is pretty tremendous. So I think it's a good time for new players to start, even though they'll probably probably just gonna die to the chads running around. But well, it's either they do it now or they do it then. Yeah. When when it's more long term, the costs right. Yeah. It's like right now they can go and lose all their shit and, and just recoup just, it in a few weeks and just get it all yeah. in a couple weeks, as opposed to losing all their shit in the first you know yeah in the first week of the wipe and then struggling for the next few weeks to like get back on your feet when you're already like kicked yeah. while you're down exactly although although i don't know like it's it's hard to say i'd have to like ask some people who recently started because now I, if i'm being like just totally honest i have no idea what it would be like to be a new player now yeah yeah what, it, you know back it's in my day things were different yeah. you know we we used to raid uphill both ways <laughs> uh you know so like i i don't know but it, it, it's hard for me to like i even feel bad i every day i get comments every single day i still get comments on my like ultimate beginner guide video yeah yep. where i tell people to like go in and like run factory and do yeah. offline mode and stuff and headshots and whatever and and like thinking back to at least the last few times i played i'm like man that would be fucking terrible yeah from what i remember but then again like it still might be the best thing it's yeah. hard to say it is it, that's such a good point that it's really hard to understand what it would be like to be new now, not only with like the content of the game, but like the amount of content, like when you were new and when I was new and if I was looking for a beginner guide, there weren't that many, but being new now, everybody not only has a beginner guide, but everybody has like four versions of it that get updated, like including myself, like I updated my beginner guide when the, the game had changed a bunch. So now it's just like, there's so much more information there's so much more like we got the benefit of like learning a lot of the new guns and new systems as they came. But like there's three times as many systems in the game than when we started. There's 10 times as many guns in the game. The tra There's three times as many quests in the game. And so, yeah, that's true. But I still think it's like all the more reason to once again, like shift your expectation to like, I'm just going to die no matter what. So I can learn as much of that as I can and then get a jump start for the wipe. Because chances are... Yeah, the guys you're running into are going to have really good stuff, but like chances are you didn't die because that guy had an RSAS, right? Like chances yeah. are that guy right now that's level 68 with the RSAS could have killed you with a Beretta. You know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> it's it's just the way it is. So, but it's been good. I've been just like 
I know I just keep saying this, but I just like keep no lifing streets. That map is is so good, and I'm still just like learning it. Like it's crazy the fights we had. I tweeted out the other day, even late wipe, like no events going on, just random. I tweeted out a screenshot. I killed. I had a nine PMC kill rate. I killed nine PMCs on streets. Died to the tenth and heard other PMCs fighting while I was in a fight with the last guy. And it was just like, it's just nuts. It's just like pure chaos because they increased the player count on streets. And so it's oh, just been yeah. like the raids have been insane. Must be a uh, free for all, dude. It's insane. I was solo and I was just like killing everything that came across. It was nuts. So the fights have been good. The map is just like, it's like freaking, it's like the best parts of Interchange and the best parts of Shoreline Resort. And it's just like big and there's so much traversal and there's so many little rooms. I'm always like my favorite thing to do is like go open a room, like a keyed room that I know nobody knows even exists. And then chat eight people. What, what key is that? What key is that? Wait, what? what's in there? What? What's in that room? There's just like so many random locked rooms that nobody has the keys for that have like nasty angles. Like the amount of streets is a map. It is, it is, it is play, <laughs> yeah, play to win. The, it becomes so apparent when you have map knowledge on that map. Like, it, like there's such a skill ceiling for map knowledge. The amount of times, like in the past few weeks, I've one tapped a guy and the like chat erupts because the angle, like today I jumped on a cardboard box. So there's a, in Lexos, which is right in the middle, there's this big green connex and mm-hmm. there's two entrances on one side of the connex there's two entrances and on the other side of the connex there's two tiny windows and i jumped on a cardboard box crouched down leaned i had a vss and through the window through the entrance into lexos looking up the stairs a pmc was slow crawling up the stairs because he heard airing marine and i just one tapped him it was like eight different surfaces and i just saw the top of his head because i because i heard him and i knew where he was and i knew i could take that angle and it's like that's sick it's just there's there's a million different places to do that where i just know i hear this a metal i know where they are and i know i can jump here or do this like the angles are insane and they're all over the map like it's wild dude i can't imagine being a new play like my my gut's telling me that being a new player on streets would be terrible terrible yeah like so overwhelming Mm -hmm. yeah it's like it's literally like the the most complex map we had was like shoreline yeah and that's nothing and then a building that's basically (laughs) symmetrical yeah with three corridors yeah you know what i mean like yeah that was still like Oh, and 218 and then 216. Yeah, and then seriously. What floor? Like, oh, where's God. the the little things that made Shoreline fun to fight? Like knowing which floor had a hole in the floor where you could drop to the floor below. Like in East Wing, it's on the second floor in the middle, but on the West Wing, it's at the third floor at the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like knowing that stuff meant you were good at Shoreline. There's that, but it's ever that's why I've been telling people like play streets now. Like if you're not if you're new to Tarkov, probably try to learn streets. If you've been playing Tarkov but you've avoided streets, like I know a lot of people still can't play it or can't play it with a lot of frames. But like that, because the map is about to get expanded, it's only gonna make that harder. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you haven't played it, like this is the only wipe that we've had where we got a new map 
And then the very next wipe, that new map got expanded, right? Like traditionally, like we had customs for years before that got an expansion. We had factory for years before that got an expansion. So normally you get a new map and then you get to learn it. You know, leaving Lighthouse, we that, that was in for like it's two just wipes. incremental. Exactly. But Streets is already the biggest, most complicated map. And if you don't know it, like I'm going to have such an advantage running around because I'm going to get a cursory understanding of the new expansion. And I just have such a good understanding of the rest of the map. And it's like, so not, and, and don't feel like you have to learn every one of those little like crazy angles, just a cursory understanding of it helps a ton knowing how to traverse it. But, but it's just, I love that because I'm not very like mechanically like Valorant, you know, aim labs. I'm not, that's not my skill set. So like having a map that I can, stretch the other muscles like the map knowledge like i don't have to be very good at flicks if i just outmaneuver you and one tap you because you think i'm over there you know what i mean i don't have to be very good at flicks so um so yeah it's been it's been really fun and i'm super excited i literally just saw on twitter uh, this must be the labs event because there's insurance on labs right now yes yes so we got the chronicles of rigi last week like uh it was like big another episode fan. yeah big yeah mhm that's the one where it's all about family right i think so yeah mhm yeah yeah um and uh and so this episode was weird i watched it and like it kind of didn't feel like anything happened like they were like looting uh like an abandoned town and the one guy that's with Rizzy cut his hair and then they met Gluhar he got a phone. Rizzy got a phone and like logged into the internet. I, I don't know. I Log. guess I don't think I understood it. What kind of phone? I don't know. Probably a 1G phone, a Summit 1G phone. Oh shit. So he's a. Yeah. Swag. But, anyways, people found like in a random like still frame in the Chronicles of Rizzy down on the ground like a string of letters and numbers. So people started going back to the ARG stuff and, and, you know, the Sons of Soon, nice guy in the Sons of Soon began and went on their adventure. And there was a bunch of, um, and, and the terminal booted up and then they, there was a bunch of stuff. So they were actually like figuring stuff out. Um, and, uh, and it started, it started getting crazy with like, I dude, I, I legitimately can't keep, can't keep up with it, but there's, it ended back on like another like in real life thing. So what there was a there was one in Tokyo. There was like these flyers, like literal flyers, like taped to the wall. Like there was one in Tokyo. There was one in L.A. I think. Um, there there were four total. Paris, I, LA. Paris, yeah, Saint Petersburg, Paris, Tokyo, and L.A. That's what it was. And so there were four different things, and basically this they time, need to put they need to fucking go to the actual shoreline, yo, like resort the in real life or whatever it is, yeah, and find like three hundred one or whatever and that fucking put it there. Would dude. be sick. Did you see? Was it? It was Axel, Axel? or Bikizi? Yeah, I went to it. Yeah, which was sick. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but Didn't um, get torn down. I fucking hope not. Yeah, I hope not. Because they're gonna have to delete the map. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not realism, you know? Dang. Got ripped down. Wow, well, oh. fucking ca- casual game for babies. Wow, dude. 
not realistic. No, this, nice this guy had it right exist. all along. The nuke is getting dropped on shoreline. You know what I mean? Anyways. What does, does that mean? Never mind. And radiation? <laughs> People have been asking about radiation. It's all connected, bro. It's all oh, connected. God. Um. So anyways, like the the ARG forked off into like four different strings of mysteries that they needed to solve. And mm -hmm. they solved like the LA one or no, they solved the like St. Petersburg one first. And that resulted in the labs event. And the labs event is labs is free and um, you can scav on labs, mm -hmm. which they did last wipe. And it was an event that everybody thought was pretty cool. Um, the other thing, though, is, and I don't know if this is intentional. So the two things to this are, I don't know if it's intentional, but they broke. You cannot scav army. You can't scav with anybody on labs. And it doesn't seem intentional because when you, like, you invite people and, like, the invites just don't go through and it, like, borks it and you have to reset your game. Like, it doesn't seem like, you'd think it would just be, like, a message that says you can't do that, right, if it was intentional. But it seems intentional because that's what was hard about it last time is there's, like, it's just, like, eight scav armies, you know what I mean? It's just a bunch of scavs. But, uh, and then the other thing about the event was that insurance works on labs, which I didn't know because why would, you know, why would I start insuring stuff on, you know what I mean? I guess it kind of makes sense because the scavs are there and they're the yeah. ones finding the insurance proper is sending the scavs. I don't know. The event is madness though. Absolute yeah. madness. Yeah. It's, How, is labs playable now? Oh yeah. I mean, it's like, so, so it's hard. Okay. So, like, I started, I played the other day, and for four straight hours, I didn't die, and it was the most fun. It was like, every, it was like every once in a while, you get a team of, like, Timmies who are, like, obviously playing labs to learn it. You'd run into people who are, like, mid-geared, who are, like, just trying to learn the map. You'd run into some sweaty boys, you know what I mean? And it was a really healthy mixture of all of it. It wasn't, like, all sweats or all Timmies. It was, like, yeah, yeah. A, some level 60s, some level 20s, some level 30s, some level 10s. And uh, and raiders and AI scavs spawn, and because they've been they've been pushing this whole like entity count increase, right? Sixty players on streets. I told you that they increased the amount of scavs on streets. People are killing eighty plus scavs in a raid. It, I told you I felt like they increased the amount of scavs on other maps as well. They did this event last wipe. They definitely increased the amount of scavs that can spawn. I mean, it is like. It is factory horde mode on labs. Like labs right now is factory plus, like factory S plus. It's just, it's factory, but more PMCs, more scavs, more player scavs. It is just like, you have to bring 500 rounds in an SR25. Like it's just nonstop shenanigans. And some of the rates were so good. It was like five PMCs and 29 scavs. And you get out and you're like, that was such a sick raid. You can't loot anything because you're just like running around. Damn. And then like I played the next day and it was like eight deaths in a row. Three of them were to cheaters. And it was just and then I was like, oh, screw this, you know. But the map performs well, even with all of the um, omega amount of scavs. Labs and, used to I used to get like fucking 400 yeah, FPS on labs. It's dude. crazy. I was getting 250. Um on labs with 
you know, you you get the really bad lag spikes when everybody spawns in though, which sucks. Like when it's like oh, all yeah. the all the player scavs spawn in, all the AI scavs spawn in. But there's there's PMCs and the lobbies are pretty full. There's raiders, there's player scavs, there's AI scavs, and it's just like crazy. Um, but yeah, apparently insurance works on labs too, which is uh, I don't know. So slightly less bad. Like at least you could go there, and when you die to the cheater, and he doesn't pick yeah. up your shit. But that's the thing is like it's funny because it's insurance, but there's quadrupled the amount of entities. In a normal raid, there's actually it's far higher than quadruple. In a normal labs raid, there's maybe seven other players. Yeah. But now there's maybe eleven other players and maybe seventy-seven player scabs. So it's like your stuff's getting picked clean. You know what I mean? Like you're not, not damn, making yeah. out of there. You know what I mean? So true. Um, but it's fun. It's labs is fun for a little bit for me. You know what I mean? I I enjoy the sweaty PvP. I enjoy trying to get better at it, but I just can't hang with those guys. And it, it just, my fuse for labs is shorter. I died to a few cheaters. I died to a few just like giga sweats bouncing around and no disrespect to them, right? Like that's whatever. It's just, I can't hang in like five, six, seven, eight deaths in a row. And I just go, let's play streets. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's like, it's like when you're at the fucking, you're at the gym and you're like playing basketball with your homies. Right. And then all of a sudden these like six foot eight bros come in and they're like, all right, let's fucking go shirts off. Yeah, like, and yeah. then it's it, like, this isn't fun for me anymore. Exactly. Dog. But it's like, it's I'm glad you're me. having fun. I'm glad you're yeah. doing the thing. You're definitely better than me, but this isn't fun for me anymore. And it's the same way. It's not even just labs. It's the same way with factory. If I'm playing factory and, and obviously this is going to sound super dumb, but it's just the way it is. If I'm playing factory and we're living, it's super fun because it's churn and burn raids, but like seven deaths in a row on factory. And it's like, I want to at least be in a raid for more than five minutes before I die. So that's just the value of I play a bigger map like streets. You know what I mean? I, I might be in the raid for 20 minutes and then die. And at least I got to play the game a little bit. It's just with the smaller maps and the the super concentrated PVP, the the fuse for the amount of the amount of deaths it's just shorter yeah. where I'm like, okay, let's go, let's go play another map. Let's change this up. Um, so, I mean, yeah, now is the time to play streets. Now is the time to play, uh, labs. You know what I mean? Learn these, learn the maps. It's late wipe. Nobody cares. You know what I mean? The scav on scav violence is unreal. It's labs and late wipe. Oh, because people don't give a fuck. Nobody about cares anymore. about karma, dude. I, dude, I swear to you. I, so now it's like the old days. This guy. I scabbed in on labs and this guy was like, this guy was like, yo, help me with all, dude, all this PMC loot. Like I can't take it all out. Help me, bro. Help me. And I was like, and me, I was like, no shot. I was like, I was like, no man, like that's sick. You kill these guys. He was like, yeah, I can't. He kept saying, loot this guy, loot this guy, man. I can't, I can't take all this. I can't take all this out. And I was like, no, dude, I'll cover you're you. Trying, he's like, you're trying too hard. Uh -huh. I'll cover you, bro. I'll cover you. You loot it up. And he was like, okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> and then like, they were all in the extract. So like you could, you, you could try and go loot for a little bit and then you have to run out because you didn't want to extract. It was all these PMC bodies because the scav extractions are just up against the elevators. You don't have to call them. You just stand at an elevator. Yeah, so there was yeah, like a yeah. bunch of dead bodies at the elevator. And I, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hopped in and my plan was just to leave. And he dropped a backpack and he was like, dude, I got a surprise for you in here. And I was like, shut up, dude. No way. And I just extracted. He was like, no, 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 come back. Like the VoIP right as I was leaving. 
He was trying so hard to get me to loot a bag so he could shoot me in the back of the head. He's like, I got you a think I, You think for that's you. why? A hundred percent. He was so sussy. You think, like, but he couldn't have, couldn't he have just shot you? Like, yeah. Like, I assume you were just standing there, I right? I think people like, just want, I think people want the clean one tap. They want the looting. I, well, I was. Because they're that bad that they, exactly. they won't be able to. Oh, I Because no. I didn't, I, I thought that that's what he was trying to do. So I wasn't standing still ever. I was like moving around. I was like around the corner talking to him. And uh, I was like serpentining in the extract. And it's, yeah, if he's afraid that if he shoots me and I shoot back, I win. He wants that clean, <laughs> that clean one tap. So I don't know, but yeah, so the scab on scab violence has been pretty hilarious, but it's kind of is what it is, right? I don't, I don't really mind. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still, I still think that there should be like that should be a, an actual like viable option. Yeah. Like otherwise, like what's the, what's the point of these mechanics that like give you the fake idea of player choice when you don't have choice? Yeah, I still think that like the. The whole system, I think, is still scuffed of, like, how hard it is to gain the karma. It's, like, weird. It's it's the classic it's the classic BSG conundrum where they, like, it's, like, the rogues. The rogues are easy to farm. The rogues are easy to kill. That's true and false. We've talked about this before. It's, it's the paradox of the rogues. If you have a thousand hours in Tarkov and you know exactly where to lean peak, the rogues yeah. are easy to kill. But if you don't, the rogues are impossible to kill. And it's like that with Karma, where if you're a new player, you know what I mean? People should be like, oh, just take all the car extracts on all the maps five times and then you're pretty much there. But to a new player, it's like, what does that even mean? What maps have car extracts? How do they work? How do I take them? You know what I mean? Yeah. How many times do you need to take them? <clears throat> So, so it's a weird thing where you can boost your karma crazy if you know what to do. But if you don't know what to do, it's going to take you 10 years to get max karma. No matter what your karma is, if you accidentally shoot a friend, you're going to lose all your karma. It's just such a scuffed system. So I, want, I would love to see that played out a lot better. And we've talked before, I would be down. Oh, yeah, don't even get me started on Santa. What a terrible, terrible... I don't want to talk about it. What a terrible mechanic. Yeah, um, Nikita ruined Christmas. Yeah, like IRL for me now. <laughs> I see Santa. I'm like, no. No, please, God. Um, I, I love the idea of bad scav. If you get bad enough, you know, the old Skyrim, you get the letter from the Dark Brotherhood, and you get a quest line. I love that concept. But it's just there's so many other aspects of the karma system that need work before you get there. I mean, we talked forever ago about how there should be a visual identicator. If your scav karma is negative, like every time you spawn it as a scav, you should have like bloody clothes. You know what I mean? So if you want to go down that road, there's risk and reward. Maybe you get a quest from a cultist and maybe that is awesome, but <clears throat> you you risk now every player scav that runs across you knows that they can kill you for free karma. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that there needs to be, the risk and reward needs to be there on both sides. Also, it's still so scuffed. It's still just, I still can't believe that level two fence exists. I can't believe it. It's, it is the most, it's the most scam. Like it's the, it's the, mo it's the biggest scam BSG's ever pulled. The biggest hoodwink of all time. 
was adding a second tier to fence and literally just putting an MP9 and an Untar armor on it. <laughs> and like a half used IFAC. It's just, if you take what fence has and filter it by the worst possible things, that's yeah. what tier two fence is. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. So I don't know. Yeah, this guy of karma is crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot, not a whole lot going on in the Tarkov world. Just kind of waiting. A, a lot of people have just been kind of like processing what this wipe is going to look like because last week we had just had the podcast. He had talked about so many mechanics. He had talked about so many things. He showed off so many things that it's like kind of just debriefing and like, okay, what is the August wipe going to be? Mostly quality of life stuff, the standard new guns, new gear, new armor, like a lot of the stuff. A lot of people are just confused that like the really dramatic things, the recoil system, the hitbox, the, the armor system, like those are the things a lot of people are arguing about. Those things aren't coming. We're going to get a short wipe. It's going to be quality of life. I really hope they can fix the things like the, the um, memory leak is still really, really bad. The That bug where like you have the low FPS and then you shoot and then you get high FPS and then it drops back down. That's been happening a little bit less frequently, but still happening. Also, Airwing did a video where he was like reminding people to clear out their logs. And we were talking, and dude, the amount of people that didn't even know that they had like, like people with like 11 gigabytes of Escape from Tarkov logs, just like from like 2021 on their computer. It's like, oh my God, delete that. That might help with something. I don't know. You're at least going to get some hard drive space. Um, but yeah, so not a whole lot of Tarkov stuff happening, really. Um, oh, the only other thing was Lo uh, Logical posted something about, I don't think there's any sort of like, uh, I don't even know how you would test this really, but uh, a bunch of people have been reporting like crazy hit reg or no reg issues with some ammos, like specifically 5.5A1. Where like I've seen some clips of people shooting a scab in the face a few times, not just the one or PMCs. Like uh uh I think Zach, he's a streamer I watch sometimes saying that like on his end he got like a 14 hit count. And but but when the he he was fighting another streamer, so he watched the streamer's end and he only like on Zach's end it says he died, but he said 14 hit count. And on the other end it was like he only got hit like three times. Like he's like, ooh, ah, ooh. And it was like what the, the hell? So the, the question I have though is did the other guy like if the ammo was it depends on how the ammo is bugged, right? Because it it could be similar to remember when like the revolver shotgun or whatever with like mm. like certain ways of loading oh, the yeah. shot. I don't remember exactly what it was. I talked about it in a video at one point. Um I might have been in the Steam audio video. Mm. When I like talked about erotic testing and how it was like wrong. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. That was like kind of like a network sync where the bullets were never in your gun to begin with. That's... The question is, did the guy hear the gun shoot right. and it and it hit him a bunch and there was no damage? Right. That would mean that yeah. would make me think that the bullets are bugged. Maybe they had a typo and they made the damage zero yeah. instead of you know instead of forty or whatever. Um. That's yeah, interesting. So, yeah, it's like it could be a million different things. And then, yeah, <clears throat> other people are reporting that SP6 for the Val does double damage, but then people are saying testing and offline raids doesn't show the same thing. Uh, 
I don't know. It's it's so hard. I mean, it's like people are trying to figure out, which is good. People are trying to figure out if there's bugs, but it's like so hard with the netcode, with the just like the stutters and the FPS issues. It's just like so hard to tell. And just like notoriously, we've known in the past that some of the after action stats haven't always been accurate. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's hard too. Sometimes you're like, look, we'll watch my clip. There's blood splatter. Well, that blood splatter is client side. So it's just, it, that doesn't always mean you got a hit. You know, maybe it means you thought you did, but then the server said, no, you didn't. You know, I don't know. It's super hard to test anything in the game. But, um, but that was something that people were, was, was saying that's happening. The performance of the netcode and stuff like that has still been, it's like we still get these bugs, we still get this memory leak, we still get like really big stutters and like hiccups when scavs are spawning in. But it's like, it feels like the, yeah, like kind of what I was saying earlier, where like the bugs got worse, but everything when you're not experiencing a bug is so much better. It's like weird. I don't know. It's just, there's all these weird things happening, but it still feels better. But the weird things feel weirder when they're happening, but when they're not happening, things feel better. Audio has been yeah. super weird and scuffed. I have a ton of clips of me just like shooting my gun. Like at the end of a scav army, I'll just like shoot my gun and there's no audio of the gun shooting. So it's just complete silence and you hear all the shells hitting the ground. Ding, 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 ding. For you like, or for everybody else? I don't know for me. And so I'm like, and then I extract and I'm like, what the hell? I think I have had that happen where I was taking damage from somebody and his gun wasn't making noise. Or maybe it was a scav. I don't know if I told you about this, but there's a bug going around where like a scav will... Um... <laughs> yeah, that was the clip I posted. Um... <clears throat> what was I trying to say? Oh. There's a bug where the scavs will sound like they're like 80 kilograms, even if they have nothing on them. They're like, dunk, 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 dunk. And I thought they're, I th think they're PMCs. There's, I've seen a bug a few times where a scav is heavy breathing after he's dead. Just like forever. Like you can just like walk up to the scab and he's just like heavy breathing, laying on the ground. It's super weird. It, dude, there's a bunch of weird stuff, but I don't know. Huh. It's when it feels good, it feels really good. And when it's weird, it feels really weird. I don't know. But it sounds been, like dark off. Yeah. But it's been fun. So, I mean, that's really it. We're just waiting. What is it? The 27th. August is next week. Next Tuesday. August begins. And so begins the countdown. I don't know why. There's like a, there's like, there's this theory. People keep saying, people keep coming to me and saying, is the wipe really August 1st? And I'm like, no, please tell me who's saying that. I haven't had anybody come in and say the wipe is August 1st. I don't know who's saying it, but I've had a ton of people be like, is it really happening on the 1st? And I'm like, who's speaking these things? They're lying. <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah. when did, So what? You don't know the date, right? No, yeah. He said sometime okay. in August. I feel like that means it's safe. So the other theory is if you go to the... Thursday. Yeah. It's the Thursday in August. It's the Thursday in August. If you go to the Tarkov leaderboard thing, the um the the season 
of leaderboard rankings ends in 34 days. It ends on August 31st. Now, a lot of people think that that means wipe is August 31st. I think it more means that that was just like, that they were like, we'll do the ratings through August because we don't know when the wipe is. So we'll just go through when the wipe is. Or if not, it'll just be to August. Like if we have to postpone it. Like I think they just had to put an end day on it. So they did the 31st. But a lot of people think that that means the wipe is happening on the 31st. I don't think that that holds a lot of weight. Um, I just think I just think traditionally it's safe to assume that the later half of whatever Nikita says, you know what I mean? Like they said he was so confident. He was like, we're getting streets in 2022. Like we like it's happening. And the wipe was December 28th, 2022. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, I think it's fair to assume mid to late August and hope that it doesn't get postponed. There is a world where they're like prepped. They're like ready that they really just wanted events they want to wrap up some events and then rip it oh but that's the thing also is that he said in the podcast yeah there's no way it's new because he said in the podcast that there's going to be the whole big event remember he was like he was like there's going to be uh there's going to be a big event and a new quest line that ends in really good rewards man last week we talked about like those rewards wouldn't yeah, be good unless yeah, they yeah, crossed yeah. over so i imagine that's going to take a little bit of time because if you do actually have cool rewards and an entire quest line, you want to give people the time to do it, right? Like not everybody's going to get through it in a day. Like I might, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I'm too stressed to think about it, too stressed with other things happening in my life. I hope it's the second half of August, but I'm excited because I think this wipe is going to be good. All right. I hope it's going to be good. I'm excited for quality of life changes and, uh, yeah, I don't know. We're waiting. I'm. I imagine the other. Um. The the only thing is like we don't know if the other three forks of the ARG thing are going to end in events as well, because what it seemed like what Nice Guy kind of basically surmised was whichever fork of the ARG got solved first was going to trigger that fork's unique event, and yeah, the yeah, Saint yeah. Petersburg one got down to like labs is free, but he tweeted something about like they finished the like the LA one, another branch was finished and it talks about an event where all bosses would be on streets. Um, but we didn't finish that one first. So like, we don't know if they're going to then activate those other events or if it was literally just here's four possibilities and whichever the first one, please yeah. God, give me an event on streets. It doesn't have to be an event that's only on streets, but not a single one of the events that they've done in these past two months have included streets. Which is weird because it's like the map, you know what I mean? Yeah, they did the they did the event where the bosses rotated maps. They rotated between four different maps. Streets wasn't included, and everyone's like, "Well, not everybody can play streets." But that's what I'm saying. It's like include it, and it's only on there for three hours a day. You know what I mean? Like, so uh, it's weird. So so I was excited that I saw something about a streets event, but we didn't get that one first. So we're just waiting. I, I don't know. So that's it. The the hype personally is still very high for this for this wipe. I'm ready to to do it, but um we're just kinda waiting around. Just power leveling streets. Patience is a virtue. It is. Um what's going on in the uh in the Diablo world? Last week you mentioned 
Oh, because it was the season one started, right? We had we still haven't talked about that. I like a week, week and a half ago, and we still haven't talked about that. How's yeah. that been going? Uh, I mean, honestly, I've been really enjoying it. It's been one of those things where it's like I. Okay, so right before the season started, they had a big update that was basically like the patch that was all of the changes, like balancing and everything mm. was like like a week before uh, the actual season. Okay. Like the seasonal content, which is where like you create new characters and there's like literally a new quest line, entirely new mechanics added to the game. Cool. Um, and people were butthurt. <laughs> um wait the internet really upset yeah so <clears throat> one of the one of the reasons why everybody was upset um was so far there's like there's a million different stats that you can have on on your gear right mm -hmm. one of those stats is vulnerable damage there's like critical damage, which is like, you know, how when you crit, it's usually like a multiplier, right? Yeah. Like that's you always like fragmentation. You always want to crit. Yeah. Um, well, all of the other stats, there could be like damage to close enemies or damage to poisoned enemies or whatever. All of those are the percentages are additive. Okay. So, so there's that bucket. And then there's multiplicative damage, which are is basically like critical and vulnerable for all intents and purposes. Oh, okay. I'm simplifying it. Gotcha. So you could get like 10% critical damage, 10% vulnerable damage, or 10% damage to close enemies. And the difference is, is that like in the formula, what it looks like is like there's like a base damage stat that you have. Yeah. It's like based on your strength if you're like a barbarian or whatever. Then like effectively it's like times the crit multiplier of all like everything critical yeah. everything times everything vulnerable and then times open parenthesis all of the additive damage added together so like 0.1 plus 0.1 plus 0.1 plus 0.1 oh so what ends up happening is like if you have it's it's super hard to like conceptualize unless you have like paint or whatever. But yeah. effectively, ten percent of vulnerable damage is like a hundred times better than ten percent of of the thousand other things. Gotcha. Yeah. And you only get four stats on your gear. Yeah. So it's like everybody wants like critical strike chance critical strike damage vulnerable damage and then like strength or dexterity whatever like your main stat like, yeah that's it and what it le what it led to is basically you can have eight million different stats and four are the ones that you want yep yep and all of the classes except two of them had ways to remember how i said vulnerable damage was one of those things you need to make the enemies vulnerable okay and like four of the six classes or however many there are have the ability to make them vulnerable all the time, always with the click of a button. And the uh... other two, like it's like once every 10 seconds or whatever. So and then like vulnerable is just massive. So if you didn't have it, you couldn't find it. You were just wicked underpowered. Yeah. And then also it being in the game, like reduced the like it's kind of like the illusion of choice it yeah. was like imagine you have 
one bullet that's like a bunch of pen and a bunch of damage and then a bunch of flesh rounds like which are you going to take when everybody has a bunch of yep. armor the new players are going to be like look at all these options I'll, maybe i'll choose this and they're like reading the description about like this is a tracer round and they think that it's like relevant it's all irrelevant it's, it's all yep. bait it's all you know like do i want pst or pb 9 by 18 or do i want rlt or L it's like no it's all trash you yep. don't you know um yep. so yeah like someone said every build was kind of homogenized um and i was actually working on a video that was like the illusion of choice in diablo oh. um now what they did was they balanced a few classes they nerfed a few things which obviously people weren't excited about but they reduced the like the ranges like significantly of all of the vulnerable and crit oh okay so now what that did is it was like if you had like two chunks of your power it was like everything else and then vulnerable and crit and then they just made these oh. worse so you're playing a game that's a fucking power fantasy yeah where your goal is to like you want to click a button and you want to make 90 people explode in front of you insta die over and over yeah. you know what i mean like that's you what you want to do 10 million pop up you know what i mean and and what they did is they basically nerfed those things and then also nerfed Understood. a few of the nerfed a few of the characters um and then some of them were just bugs like at one point one character or one class was doing i saw a clip where it was like 10 to the 32 power damage which like crashed the game it's like there's just not enough bits and bytes in the computer to, to wow. show a number that big um where like normally like a lot of damage is like five million like 50 million is like you're the godliest character once you start doing what you need exponents then yes, you know, something's wrong that's, that's like insane that's like a bug um and one of the characters that i played last like within the preseason it was super enjoyable but it had an interaction that was bugged not that it wasn't super super broken but it was doing way more damage than it should have yeah but it was like the power fantasy level of damage and then they fixed the bug and then now it's just mediocre it's like yeah so people were really butthurt and i was making a video that was working on the illusion of choice basically saying we don't have choice in the stats you're pigeonholed and so it's uninteresting for veterans it's, yeah it's all bait for the new people because like um even you know you know boopus magoopus mm -hmm. um we made music together he's he's uh you know member of a ton of a ton of communities around yeah. here um you know we go way back he and he played elden ring and beat elden ring with a level one character like he's he's like a chad gamer you know he's not a filthy casual you yeah. know what i mean <laughs> And he was like, bro, I'm really having struggle. I'm like, I'm having a struggle. I'm having a struggle. I'm struggling at like level 30. I feel like, you know, going from like 20 to 30 was like a real slog and I'm not doing a lot of damage and whatever. Now, when I looked at my, I, I had old clips of when this season for the beginning, I was like level 16. Okay. And, and my attacks were like procking like hit, 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 hit for like five to 10,000 damage. Okay. I was watching him and he was like, 34 damage 52 damage 100 damage and he's like dude it's like really kind of like this i'm like bro what the fuck did you do like what have you done like are do you have anything like are, are, do you have any gear and he's like yeah man i'm like expecting to this and i and he like put a bunch of time and effort into thinking and planning out his build and i looked at all of his gear and i'm like so if you have one two three you, you know there's a 
helmet, chest, gloves, yeah. pants, boots, like an offhand weapon, usually two weapons, two rings, and an amulet. Okay. Right? Times four affixes, stats yep. on each, right? So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Let's just say 40. 40. Out of the 40 possible stats where you really want like 30 to be high and the stat you want. Like yeah. three out of four. Yeah. Is, getting four out of four is like impossible. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And he had maybe two stats that were useful out of 40. Dang. But he had a whole bunch of like extra damage while berserking and damage to yeah. crowd control enemies and a whole bunch of things that he's like, I have skills that make me berserk and I have like skills that yeah. make enemies bleed and it's like, but the problem is, is that if you make enemies bleed 10% of the time and you've got 10% of yeah. bleeding damage, you're doing 10 more damage out of 100 damage attack 10% of the time. And then the, the yeah. other 90, you're doing no damage. And even then, so it's like, it's just a giant bait. And interesting. So once I'm like, okay, forget about everything. Forget about your whole build and your synergies. Forget that you're berserking and you've got bleed and all that stuff. Forget about all of that. Just vulnerable crit you know and like strength yeah. and that's all and he's like oh okay and then all of a sudden like his build suddenly became better yep but it's like now again i was making this video where i was gonna say like this is a problem and then how their patch kind of made it worse and in the middle i had like an epiphany and i went back and watched because a week after they did like a campfire chat with the devs where they had like oh, three okay. or four devs and, and they talk about you know uh, and honestly, it was like the the Tarkov dev casts, except a hundred times better, because everybody there. There's like a community manager guy who's uh -huh. like he's you know whatever, nice knowledgeable. But there's like the literal like lead game designer, the associate game like uh, it's a game director, the associate game director, and those guys actually understand, yeah, game design. And the, what the campfire chat was basically saying was, listen, we brought the power level of everything down and we understand that that's not fun we promise we're never going to do that again it was a one-time thing that we had to do for whatever reasons we're going forward our main priority is you having fun we know that you want to feel godly. The whole point of these games is like we're challenging you to break it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not doing quintillions of damage and you crash the game, <laughs> but like the whole point is finding these crazy interactions where if it's yeah. all, it ultimately comes down to you want to multiply as many numbers as you yes. can to make the biggest number on 100%, screen. Hundred percent. Yeah. So you know, interesting. And a lot of people were like, "Oh, you know, they're just fucking caving to blah 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 or they're, you know, they're trying to do damage control." And and honestly, like I kept having an epiphany going back and watching, having an epiphany going back and watching, and I realized like what they're doing is not only genius, but everything that they said along with it is so fucking like like thoughtful from a developer standpoint that like I am it's so refreshing. Because they said, like, our commitment, the one goal yeah, is that you guys have fun. So that's going forward what we're going to be doing, like, first and foremost. If there's ever any issues where there are things that are, like, mega overpowered, if they're not game-breaking bugs, we're not going to rush to fix them. 
we're going to try to make interesting alternatives to those things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So rather than take away your toy, and they even said this, they're like, rather than take away your toys, we're just going to give you more toys. Yep. So that, you know, you don't feel like if I want to play Barbarian, I got to play, you know, Whirlwind Barbarian. Otherwise, everything else is just like way underpowered. So why would I even bother? You know, it's yeah. like make all these different builds interesting. And and one of the most significant things is that I, I realized that by bringing down how important vulnerable damage is, mm-hmm. they're not trying to make everyone weaker. What they're doing is bringing everything in line so that now getting a 30 or 40 percent buff to damage to close enemies yeah. is potentially just as much as yeah. vulnerable. Um, I'm, Again, I'm simplifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But So what they did was it was almost oh, my God, I just thought of this now. It was almost like, you know how in music. You compress the audio and then you boost it up. Yep. So that you have like super loud but heavy hitting. Yeah. You know, whatever. You get like the most bass and the most punches you compress and then you raise the volume so that everything is like loud. It, you know, there's not these crazy peaks. And that's kind of like what I think what they're planning on doing is like they're shrinking this down. Yeah. And then they're going to boost everything up to a reasonable point. I mean, they could do that a million ways. They could boost everything up or they could just bring the stuff down, which they did. Actually, the end yeah. game content, they actually brought down a little bit. So I think they're kind of going to do this to make it so that you can have a lot more options to also be godly. Yeah. To still have fun while having a challenge. <laughs> yeah, that's super interesting because that's what I was going to say. It's like it's so hard with those types of games. Like I remember like I, I haven't done ARPGs, but I've dipped my toe into a little bit things like the division. I remember when the division first came out. There was a stat called perfect balance, and it was first shot. It reduced all bloom from your the first shot of your gun, but you could roll perfect balance on DMRs, which meant you had no bloom ever because every shot was the first shot because it was a semi-auto gun. It was semi-auto, yeah. yeah. So, so it was, was like the meta. Everybody it used was DMRs. like you had to have a DMR and you had to have perfect balance on it, and because you could just like quadruple the amount of damage output. Because you had no recoil and you can hit all headshots and like then you balance that with crit. And it was like, I just remember that being a thing. And it's like those games are so hard to balance because like what's fun about them is the complexity. What's fun about them is the amount of skills. But then they get. It always gets reduced to whatever the best is. And it's like and, and so I think like people I think people like a lot of people reject metas. And I think I think like. Um, there will always be a meta in a complex game like this. I feel like what nobody's done, like what Tarkov hasn't done very well, what not many RPGs I've done, is just making everything else not that much worse than the meta. You know what I mean? Yeah. Normally, when when there's game-breaking stuff, it's because the meta is eight times better than anything else. You know what I mean? But you do have, if if the meta is 6% better than everything else, well, then you can have variety, and if you don't get the perfect god roll, that's okay. You still feel powerful, but there's still and something the people to who chase. Don't, and the people who don't know the meta aren't at a yeah, major Yeah, they naturally rise to 80% of what meta is anyway. And so that's what I was thinking earlier when you were talking about how there's however many different aspects, but it all just boiled down to you really wanted four. It's so hard to do that. But so basically what you're saying is in, what they're trying to do was... They're trying to like eventually buff everything, but because this one thing was so bad, by bringing that down, 
you're aligning it instead of buffing the entire game up. If it's such a narrow thing that's causing this multiplicative insanity just by bringing this one down and everyone's mad because the entire game had basically anchored their builds off of this one little sliver. Interesting. Yeah, so the, the way I look at it is like they just ripped the Band-Aid off. Yeah. Like a lot of people look and they say, you guys are dog shit game designers, blah, blah, blah. You ruin the game. You don't know how to balance everything. And it's like nobody is ever good. You think they're going to balance the game before it? Basically, the first season ever comes out. They're going to get the balance perfectly. Perfectly right. Like, right. Yeah. It's just never going to happen. In a right? game like this, especially. <laughs> yeah. So. I think the within the first like few months of the game being out and them seeing you really get an idea for like how are people playing the game yes which you it's hard to when you've been looking at something for years you get so like focused that you you don't see it the same way that other people do you don't see interactions you won't see you know potential metas you won't necessarily have the same ideas unless you employ like a hundred you know of like the best arpg players to like beta test stuff and then to give you feedback and whatever but like you know at some point you just gotta say for the most part we know what we're doing we're gonna put stuff out and we're gonna iterate um so like overall it was it was both a super refreshing like wow this is what i what like i and other people have been wanting from like every other game yeah forever now if there's always like you gotta nerf this you gotta nerf this you gotta buff this and it's like they almost always just like end up nerfing the good things um yeah and i really think they're doing well and you know like it's so depressing how how, like the the diablo youtuber meta is put out one video a day that's reacting to like the some drama opinion hot take video yep. which was almost always diablo dead diablo worst game ever diablo broken the developers don't know you know whatever um <clears throat> and yep. like bro the metacritic score is 2.2 out of 10 this is one of the best games i've played ever for the whole game so, for the whole game because People are butthurt loser morons. That's insane. Who, who just get mad that they hear in the patch notes that they're going to buff a thing and yeah. they all rage without understanding how temporary and minor and good the changes are. Yeah. I genuinely feel bad, you know, like. That's crazy. And and it's it's good, though, that the devs are like. At no point have they done the. But, you know, we did this or they don't try to defend anything. Yeah. They don't try to justify anything. They say, hey, listen, we're learning. We're listening to you guys. And these are the changes that we're going to make. And it's like everything that they've said is like direct feedback. There's been a shit ton of quality of life <clears throat> improvements. Oh, okay. Um, you know, like before when you'd want to run these dungeons over and over and over and over again, you used to have to, you'd like use this item that would like unlock the dungeon and then you would have to go to like the nearest waypoint on the map and then like ride your horse to the thing. <clears throat> okay. Which would take like 30 seconds or a minute every time. And when the dungeon itself is three minutes, it's like really toxic to ride a broken ass glitchy horse yeah. through the overworld. You know, it's like, it's so annoying. 
so then they just made it so that like you click on the the dungeon icon and it just like, teleports you to the entrance like it's something so simple that we even asking for things like that in tarkov forever like can you just make us do this one thing and it's yeah. like yeah yeah planned and then three years later it's not and they just in the first patch they just did it yeah um people were complaining about some of the xp they like went and buffed the xp so like now it's actually like way faster to get to like a level 100 like oh. diablo 2 it would take you like hundreds if not maybe a thousand fucking hours to like get a character to level 100 now it would probably take you like a couple of weeks really it, um yeah so they're making it a, a little bit more accessible while also adding a bunch of stuff in there that that i think is like under appreciated for yeah. like end game stuff uh that people just don't realize yeah don't realize what's out there and actually the the, the best fucking irony too is one of the things they added uh like the 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 boss for the the campaign the new like seasonal campaign okay you can go and fight this boss in like a different kind of dungeon um before like end game was like you do nightmare dungeons and that's it this is like a different kind of dungeon where the the seasonal specific items drop um they're like these like hearts that like you can socket into items that have like broken busted mechanics that are i think actually kind of interesting um but you can go and basically fight kind of this more challenging end game content. It's not like remember how uh, actually I don't even know did I ever talk about how I fought Uber Lilith the the like end game? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it took me like 500 attempts or whatever. <laughs> this is like a a much easier version of that but much harder than well, not much harder. Yeah. Decently harder than every other boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but the thing is every time you kill him a lot of people don't know he drops two items guaranteed that are like the highest item power like 800 item power like the highest is like 840 if you find like 780 or higher you're like super stoked um and remember i did a video where it was like you don't know diablo yeah, items, yeah. and it was talking about sacred versus ancestral and yep. how like sacred isn't dog shit well before sacred items would really only go up to like 730 and now both of the items he drops are 800 item power sacred items which like shouldn't be a thing and but the fact that it's sacred is again like irrelevant it's funny but now it's like such my a video stamp of approval on your I video know, that's dude. crazy oh my god it's just so satisfying that like i'm like well I, wow. every time I want a screenshot and make like a youtube dude, short and be like eat shit everybody i commented. watched your video too even though i don't play diablo and it's funny because <laughs> like you like and you, you you send the point home on this like now are you going to be able to walk by that sacred and now it's crazy that like the items people are like farming for the best items that you can get most consistently are sacred items from this yeah, guy. Yeah, and, and it's literally the only thing in the game that you can do that has like any sort of reliable, yeah. predictable thing. Um, everything else has a ton of variety in the strength. It could be terrible. It could be great. Like there's no, and that's one of the criticisms is that like with some of the super rare stuff, you kind of want. <laughs> Like if I if I have a specific build I'm going for, I, I there needs to be some way for me to get like yeah. to target farm where yeah. like this guy drops this item more often, even if it's one in a thousand, right? Because like because there's <clears throat> because getting the item 
is just one of the roles. Like, then getting the item with the stats you need is, like... So being able to farm the item isn't necessarily the end of the world because it's still a rare chance. Well, so, in, yeah, in this case, there are unique items. And what unique items are is they always have the same stats. Oh, okay. They're, they're different. There's different ranges depending on the power level. You can still roll the dice and, like, you can have two of the same items and one's, like, god tier and one's, yeah. like, mediocre. Um, But, like, it might have a thing that is, like, there's one with like druids that like your werewolf skills are like also elemental skills or something which is like that means that you can be like a lightning werewolf now which you couldn't do like it just doubles the yeah yeah it, it, it's a build defining thing and there yeah. are a few items i'm sure i got the details on that wrong uh because i haven't played druid but um and it's like you just play until you hopefully get it and yeah. it's one of like hundreds of possible you know thousands of possible items and some people are just like well i guess you know I, I just keep playing so it's really cool that you can go and you know it's not an, uh, as many like enemies necessarily and it might not be the best xp per hour um but yeah it's cool because it's like really quick it's like a fucking 90 second dungeon yeah and every time you kill them it's like a guaranteed high power item which is just one less RNG role. Yes. Sometimes you get the god tier stats, and it's like all the top rolls, and it's like 600 item power, and you're like, well, useless, right? Yeah, rip. For a, for a sword, if I want a sword or armor, where the item power determines the damage and the, and the yeah. armor value, it's like now if you want to farm any of the things where item power matters, boom, you have it. Yeah, yeah. There's so many, so many good things about what they did that are so many things that people asked for. Yeah. And they've already talked about how they're going to be buffing other stuff, how they're going to be buffing XP, how they're going to be adding more target farming stuff, how they're going to be like, it's so much shit. Yeah. That, yeah. And, uh, and like the, the, the cherry on top, the piece de resistance of this whole thing was I had tweeted out. Because you know me, like I like testing, and you know I yeah the calc I, I want to build like a calculator, and I want to figure this stuff out. One of the things you don't have in the game is like a target dummy. I want to just be able to walk up to like a target dummy and like hit it with my sword and see the damage number pop up, yep. and then like switch out my ring and then hit it again. And, you know, like but you can't do that. You have to go and run out to like a group of mobs, and you're getting hit, and you're like yeah, you know you can't. You can't do like simple science to understand like yep. how is this number generated i have no idea yep. how, you know like i don't even know what the base like damage modifier is and that's the first variable that everything gets multiplied oh. and i don't know what it is and like i don't I, like not many people do yeah um and i tweeted at the guy one of the guys like the associate director guy um or i mean I, I mentioned him yeah where i basically said like i've got a concept for like a target dummy that would like fit in with like the lore of the game. Like I want there to be like a cellar where there's like a big demon that's just chained up and, and he just doesn't attack you. Yeah. And you can yeah. just go up to him. You know what I mean? Like yeah, something yeah, yeah. stupid like that where it's like, it's not lore, you know, or like immersion breaking, yep. you know, he, um, you can see like effects where he get knocked down or whatever. And he's just a prisoner that you get to fuck beat up, you know, like, Damn. uh, and I at mentioned one of the, the game director guys, now, X to not to, oh, God, oh I know that they God. changed the name. I don't even want to talk about it. No. Um, but now one dude responded to my tweet. This is this just makes me so happy. 
responded to my tweet and said, Dude is so delusional from playing Tarkov so much that he thinks Blizzard is going to give a shit about a tweet with 30 likes. And I just screenshotted this and sent it as a response. Because the game director liked the tweet. Which, like, BSG's never liked the tweet. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> the fact that the guy read it, you know, and I, I said, I can't stress enough how game-changing it would be for the community's understanding and enjoyment of the build ca- crafting process to be able to have, like, a target dummy feature. And the fact that he, like, liked it is just infinitely... Yep. Like, it's on his radar. He saw it. He liked the tweet. Like, normally you don't like the tweet if you've got, you know, if you're, like... Re- important at all and someone just like mentions you right like so many people have like twitter EPs oh yeah that they, they're like i'm not gonna like a thing it, anytime anybody mentions me and it's positive i fucking like it like yeah. you know whatever i'm not above that uh and he's the uh, associate game director and i i just tweeted the little upside down smiley face and uh he responded i with, love his I'm response ja- i'm a jackass don't mind me <laughs> that's like the best response that's like better than like i'm sorry bro just like i'm a jackass don't mind me <laughs> like, i forgot to like that i gotta like that because that's that's solid it's like i mean he didn't bro. double down you know he yeah. was just like well well i guess i'm i'm an asshole damn you know? that's hilarious that's dope that he liked it um so now I have like the feeling like if I made a video that was like a decently short video where I actually came up with a I have a feeling that he would watch it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And you can tell that they watch all the stuff when they say like we read what you guys are saying, we're totally listening. Yeah. 100,000% believe it. Yeah. That they're watching all the videos of all the stuff and hearing all the feedback and whatever. So I I don't know, I'm excited. That's um, super The whole thing is super interesting. It's it's uh That's cool. It's yeah, it's so it's so sad that it gets so soured by just like one thing that people don't like or just not being able to see the end game, see the force for the trees, seeing that like is there a universe where this thing you don't like serves the future thing you do want? You know what I mean? Is there is there a universe where this thing serves that potential future, the exact future that you want where there's more builds and there's more variety and there's more fun to be had and there's less homogenization of just these four things and like maybe you just have to eat it and it's hard because like it's just like yeah man we're not the the attention economy of the internet and just like the the lack of accountability that the internet gives because because so let's say delete the internet like the diablo 2 diablo 1 when these games came out and if they made these these passes it's just like you might hate it. You'll you would hate that change. You would keep playing the game. You might then months later see like, oh, that actually ended up working out really well. Huh. And that's that's like your train of thought, right? Like, like because it was just yourself, because it was always your inner monologue, there was never a need to be like to reflect and be like, I was wrong. This was yeah. good. It's just it's just a, a running inner monologue. You're like, oh, this is dumb. And then a month later, you're like, I wish they would change that. And then a month later, you're like, oh, dude, this is super fun. And it's yeah, like, you're like, oh, sick. It's never like good on them. Exactly. It's never- but but it's okay because it's just you. But now it's all an externalized, vocalized thing. And there's never any accountability on that. You know what I mean? It was like the, the thing I always find funny is 
24 hours before Streets of Tarkov came out, people were telling me, like, you're such an idiot for thinking we're getting Streets soon. It's not going to be for another two years at minimum. And those people just disappear into the ether being dead wrong. You know what I mean? So it's we vocalize and externalize the, the front end, the sharp opinion of everything and never reflect because by the time, like, that opinion... You know, given enough time for that original opinion to be proven wrong, there's just something new to be angry about. You're never yeah. actually like reflecting on, oh, well, this thing I hated actually ended up being a good thing. We're just on to something else sucks. So that's just so brutal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why, like, like my. Like, I, 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 I think like me and you and a lot of other people, although we're in the minority, just like see things differently on the Internet. Um, like a more reasonably where I very rarely ever have to like say my stance on something was wrong or like, yeah. So where I was is I was like kind of disappointed <laughs> to hear about like they're nerfing everything, huh? Like, damn, I'm like worried my build got nerfed. It was so much fun. You know, I'm like, but you know, we'll have to see because what I'm doing is I'm saying it sounds like it might not be good, but I don't know everything. Yeah. They know more about their game than I do, surprisingly enough. I'll have to give them the benefit of the doubt yeah. if they have some idea or some vision of this, and I guess we'll see. Yeah. I'm op you know, I'm optimistic. And so far, you know, the Diablo devs haven't made that like a copium ridiculous yeah. You're 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 grasping, yeah. you know. Um because like it's hard to do that with Tarkov with a straight face. Yes. Because they've just let us down so many times. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if someone makes a couple mistakes and they say I'm sorry and they make it up to you and they say I'm sorry and they make it up to you, um, you know, to a reasonable degree, at least if it's early, right? It's like yeah, cool. Like we can move on and you know this sure. might be a great relationship going forward. If. <laughs> You know, dad doesn't show up to your ball game every week for a month. And then he's like, oh, don't worry. I'm going to come to yeah. your ball game. You're like, eat shit, Pops. I know you're not coming to my ball game. You know what I mean? Like, you're dead to me. Yeah. Mom's boyfriend's my new dad. You yeah. know, like. <laughs> no, for sure. And it's like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because I just, yeah, people just don't even. Like, I was trying to think. So, yeah, you you were saying that you are just okay to, like, give the benefit of the doubt and, like, consider it. And it's just crazy. It, it just, it reminded me of the... the Having a tentative opinion. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. That's what I was trying to figure out. Yeah, having a tentative opinion being, like, when you were, like, you said that you read these and originally you were like, oh, like, you, you shared that sentiment of, like, oh, why are they nerfing all this? Why, why would they do that? But because... You didn't close that door and be like, they suck. This sucks. Now you can say what you don't feel like you have to be like, go back on your stance. You don't, you don't feel like you have to be like, I was so wrong, guys. This is going to be good. It made me think of the, I don't remember what happened. I, do you remember the day Tarkov changed something that had to do with strength and inertia? And I was live and like, I got feedback from the community manager that it wasn't what we thought it was. And I tweeted and I just got torn apart all day long because logical said this and landmark said that and freaking nice guy said this. And I was like, I don't know, man, I was just giving And I was like, I hated that. I hated that day. And it's so funny because I can't remember what the change was. 
that's how cheap like we make such strong and such like deeply rooted opinions about and such that was like cheap... one of your most stressful streams yes, ever it was one of my most stressful streams ever people were coming from landmark stream or someone's stream and be like well he says different and it was like it was such a cheap it was such a it was just a wrapping paper flowing away in the wind it was just it was a nothing burger that people got so butthurt about Nobody talks about that anymore. Like nobody has, nobody's ever since that day been like that change they made on that day. I can't play Tarkov since. I, I bet they, nobody they would remember. You, they expected you. They said, bro, what's your un, unreasonable opinion? opinion? Unwavering opinion and on this. This is how I deal with everything. I come up with unreasonable and, and, and actually what they do is. They probably latch on to someone's unreasonable yes. knee-jerk opinion, and it was either going to be yours or Landmark's or Rengar's or, yeah, or just, yeah, whatever, or right? Airwings like, or someone. So that's what they wanted from you, and yeah. when you know, and that's the that's the that's the circle, that's the closed loop, the closed feedback loop of the internet is mm -hmm. the ninety-nine percent of people don't want to take the time to formulate an opinion. They just want to attach themselves to the opinion of someone they like. 99% of the time, the someone they like is motivated by negativity. Engagement. They're, they're motivated. Yes. They're motiva motivated <clears throat> by money and, and including myself, by the way, money and views and, uh, and attention yeah, and growth. And those things, so that's the circle, is millions and millions of people say, I, I would just want to be, I want to be a part, and that's a good point. I want to be a part of a group. I want to be in the know. I want to have the right opinion. And, and then they all look to a few select people. Those people are motivated by, ultimately, and I'm not even saying I hate those people. I'm not saying it's that, those content creators' faults that that's how we've ended up. But that, but I just like, do you see the circle that happens where then X person makes a video, they formulate an opinion, they want that opinion to be as negative as possible because then they can title the video this way and they can thumbnail the video this way and they can get millions of views, which puts money in their pockets. That negative opinion is then absorbed by a million people and then attacked. You know what I mean? And that's why it's funny because it's like people almost get frustrated with me when I don't want to make an opinion on something where I'm like, I don't know, man, we'll just wait and see. And it's like, pick a side. That's like, no, that's not how this works, bro. <laughs> like, and, and, and I was like, you know, there have been times where I'm like, you know, kind of crack a little bit and I'm like, okay, like, let me play the game a little bit, but in a yeah. way that I think is going to be good. Let me do a react video where I can provide balance and reason yeah. to the, you know, like, because I think a lot of people watch one of those criticism videos. And if I explain, you know, the whole, like, they're trying to bring this down to bring everything up because yeah. it's going to be better than bringing this up later. And then everything is broken and not fun. Yeah. And then they have to do it late. You know, it's like, um, that might actually, you know, give perspective to some people, but then, then at the same time, I think about, <laughs> the way that I feel about like Diablo, like I used to watch Diablo stuff a ton. Yeah. Because I love to hear like Asmongold, whatever. And now even like every Asmongold video is like him reacting to like some Diablo drama. And it's like, it kind of became a little unfun. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm enjoying the game. I hate all this like yeah. 
the just the negativity, whatever, and if it was like reasonable negativity, I could at least be like, I'm enjoying the game, but it's valid criticisms. A, a lot of these criticisms are not valid, but the the oh my god, and this is perfect because I just refreshed my subscription feed, and what I see is why I quit Diablo Four, Rasmund Gold. The Diablo 4 downgraded conspiracy, you know, it's like there's three negative Diablo videos yep. on my feed. And so now I don't have to watch them. I don't have to know anything about it. I just know Diablo's on fire. Yep. Yep. You can because just everybody, know. everybody's post. So it's like now I don't want to if, if I do Veritas reacts to Diablo is on fire video. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to like put in the screen in the in the thumbnail. I, I have to actively work against the clickbaitiness of the video that would make it succeed by being like yeah. actually good though. But <laughs> I can't do that because I need you to wonder if I agree or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a Ugh. crazy and then you know what's sprinkled on top of that closed feedback loop of like the human psyche wants to be a part of a group, so they want to attach to an opinion. The people who have the opinions that people want are the ones that are motivated most by negativity. Ultimately, they're not directly motivated by negativity. And then sprinkled on top of all that is this like generational subconscious desire to just like F the machine and F big corporations. So any opinion in defense of a change is like you're you're a shill. Like you're just yeah. like and and it's cool. It's cool to like rage against the machine and just say the big game companies suck. And I'm not even saying that that's wholly unjustified, but I'm saying it's been taken to an extreme where you, like I see that all the time in Tarkov. I'm like, oh my god, finally they're taking away the the sharpness, the painkiller effect. Sick. The, it ha well, we've been asking if it took them three years, could have done it in a day. They suck. Like, it's like, I'm not saying, like, wh why does this have to get so weird? I'm excited that they're making a change. That doesn't mean I'm wholly in defense of everybody's personal everything. It doesn't mean they could have done it six years ago and when we were begging them to. They haven't. All I'm saying is that I'm happy they're doing it now. You know what I mean? So everybody just goes to this, like, you have to disagree because they're the game company. And if you agree with them, then you're a shill. And if you disagree with them, you're cool like me and like Asmongold. We're cool. And it's yeah. just so weird. I wonder I, I wonder if they actually, I mean, I, I know that they don't. But you think like they did a thing that they should have done years ago. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Yeah. And then... And so there's a difference between, so I'll be like, well, it's about fucking time, but I won't write that in a response on yeah. Twitter. I'll think yeah. it, I'll say it out loud, you know, whatever, but I won't, I won't say it to them. To them, I'd say, great fucking work. Thank you. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're like the dog, what well, you said, sit to the dog and the dog sit and you have the treat and then you're like no bad dog that like yeah if you want them to keep doing the good things then fucking yeah. praise them when they do the good things yeah. you know like when you turn around you give them the treat and you walk away you can grumble about the fact that they shit on your floor right yeah. but like yeah oh my god it's dude i that it's so weird it's so 
weird and it's we're fucked bro i'm telling you mark my words this is going to be a clip <laughs> in in 20 30 years when like our generation is running for president we're oh, all yeah. so fucked dude yeah because it's going to be content creator-esque people who are going to be running for president with the fucking youtube chatters <laughs> who are going to be the voters at yeah. the rallies it's dystopian someone needs to make a fucking like this needs to be a netflix series yeah 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 where it's like fast forward where this like a presidential philosophy... like whole race is like is like youtube drama <laughs> like fucking biden reacts to trump tweet you know like <laughs> can you fucking imagine Yo. actually that would be hilarious in like a ironic a meta kind of way, way yeah yeah bro honestly though i you know what again i know politics isn't everybody's thing but um oh my god why am i completely forgetting his fucking name you ever just have one of those moments yeah. um hit me with a hint fucking uh the presidential candidate uh oh the kennedy guy no 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 the um my god why am i this, i hate this dude I, I fucking voted for this guy too Bernie Sanders. Holy fucking Cerny Jesus. Banders. I don't know why I want to say Barry. I'm like, Barry? Bur Barry Manilow. I I would, I could totally fuck with Bernie Sanders responding to tweets and shit. That Yo. Would, that would be, he's the only politician, and you got, you might not like Bernie. Um, listen, this isn't about politics. No. It's just like, it's about that would be fucking hilarious. Yes. I want oh all my of God. them. Reading he's tweets. the hippest old man. He's the only like hip old man there yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be oh, S tier content. Yeah, man. It's I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's scary. But then, but then, but then I was gonna make this point earlier. It's it's kind of cheap though. All the negativity, like, I don't know, does it lead anywhere? What are the I don't have the numbers, I don't know how to get the numbers. No. What what's the player count? The daily player count of Diablo. And what was it five days before the season? Because if the player count hasn't changed, then they they know that like, that's the thing is they know. Like, I believe that. I believe that they knew everyone was going to hate it. And they knew people would just keep playing. <laughs> because, like, what else are you going to play? Yeah. And, I mean, like, I, I'm sure there, there probably was some amount of dip. And some of it is probably just that's what happens with the seasons. It drops sure. off. Some of it, it could be self-fulfilling where everything, not, there was no big deal and everybody's saying, oh my God, this is going to be so dog shit yeah. and, the, and it's on fire that then people are like, well, I guess I'm not going to play. I'm just going to wait for next season. So, but in a weird way, in a weird way, sometimes I think that people want to be a part of the negative thing. So they play in spite of it so that they can then talk shit about it to their friends. Or talk shit about it online. So they play the thing. They th And they just end up engaging with it in the way, in the same way. I don't know. I, I just, I feel that sometimes. I feel that so strongly in Tarkov. I feel that so strong. Like It I, is enjoyable I, to bitch about it. Yeah. But, but at I, the same time, I would rather not, I would oh. rather it not be bad so that I didn't have to bitch about it. Yeah. If, if it's going to be bad and I'm going to do it. It's at least cathartic to bitch about it, but oh no! But I think that there's something else. I think that there's, I think that there's that. I think that 
I think there's that. There's there's I love this thing. A change was made to this thing that I don't like, but I really do love this thing. And because I don't like the change, it's it is cathartic to bitch about it. But I think there's another thing that happens where I hate this thing and hate keeps me alive and hate means I can subtweet and agree with X, Y, or Z. So I'll engage with the thing because I hate it because of the changes so that I can be up to date on what I'm supposed to hate. And so the guy who makes money off of you playing Diablo makes money either way. You're not sticking it to everybody by playing the, and I feel that so strongly in Tarkov. There is a group of people that played Tarkov and loved it, played Tarkov and loved it, but didn't like what things were happening. And there was, there was a day where they woke up and they realized they don't like playing Tarkov anymore and they kept playing it. And then there was a day they woke up and they realized they hated Tarkov and they kept playing it. And now they will continue to play the game and only be happy with the complete wiping off of the earth of every single person involved and every player of Escape from Tarkov and every computer that an Escape from Tarkov account has ever been on. That's the only thing that's going to make them happy. And yet they keep playing and i just it's 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 i don't understand i don't you understand. know the perfect metaphor there's a there's maybe this hate maybe this playing. will elucidate maybe this maybe maybe this will shed light i don't know but the way i see it picture you know the young couple that are always fighting you know whatever they're 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 you know i'm picturing like the boyfriend who is, you know, always complaining about his girl or he thinks he's cheating on her or like whatever it is, yeah, right? Yeah. But they actually love each other and they just, it's its a struggle. There's challenges yeah. and they're working through it and they really love each other and, you know, hopefully someday everything will be fine. That's me with Tarkov. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then imagine everybody knows the bro who who doesn't give a fuck about his girlfriend. Yeah. Doesn't care at all. She is just, she's like, you know, I got the the 10 out of 10, but I'm going to flirt with other girls over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, if she, if she cheats on me, I'm not heartbroken. It's my ego is hurt and fuck you, yeah. whatever, yeah. you know, and you're with me because I fucking own, like, it's that relationship where people, like yeah. some people, they don't care about the thing. They're just in it for like the wrong reasons yeah. and they want to shit on it and they want to hate on it. But for some reason, they don't just, like, move on. Yep. That's exactly it. There's a whole... Yep. For sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that metaphor made sense. But... I, I Yeah. There's a whole subsect of it. <clears throat> well, there's some, of, there's some people, I feel like, who, like, just stick around and hope for the demise. Like, they, they feel... They hate it. They feel so strange. Like, they just, they just want to be around when it burns down, and they don't want to miss it, so they just, like, stick around. And 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 wrote root for its destruction at every turn. It's just so well, weird, man. So yeah, I mean, weird. you'll be such a sh the, the guy's gonna be such a shithead to his girl that he basically forces her to cheat on yeah. him so that he can play the victim, yeah. cause the drama, yeah. talk yes. shit about her to all of his 100%. friends. Hundred percent. He and can be like, her. "I told you so. I told you she was unfaithful. I told you she was whatever." Yeah, yeah. That is exactly it. That is exactly it. And that's what a whole lot of people do. But it's weird because in this, in what makes this real life different than that analogy is that they're benefiting like you're you're benefiting the people like when you keep playing tarkov that 
makes Tarkov look good because there are more players. When you keep buying the, when you keep playing Diablo, it's like the guys at the top of Blizzard are still making money off of you. You're not sticking it to anyone. It's so weird. So I don't know. It's weird, man. It's so weird. It's such a, it's such a, I don't know. Sometimes I like, I like love to go down the psychological, the psychology road of why people do that. And then sometimes I legitimately think it's just angry people molding and it's, it's cheap to them. It's, it's shallow, it's shallow hatred. It's shallow negativity that doesn't end up resulting in anything. So by me even <clears throat> trying to figure it out, sometimes I feel like I'm taking it more seriously than they do. It's just so weird. Bro, it it all. Whenever you want to end up looking into it, it all comes down to. I think it was yeah, it was Hitchens who said. It's it it's all proof that we are poorly evolved primates. Yeah, our adrenal glands are too big, our prefrontal cortexes are too small. We're just living off of our fucking reptilian brains, yeah. and yep. and it's just now evolved to like. They're monkeys on the internet. Yeah, and our reptilian it, brains were it, not prepared the, for the internet. <laughs> it's our shitty ape brains taken out of the fucking, you know, Anonymous the brush. Anonymous and unfiltered. <laughs> yeah, taken out of the, the, the woods, the brush, you know, the planes running away from the fucking tigers or whatever. And, uh, oh my god, bro. Someone, th this <laughs> exists definitely where you have, like, the evolution of man, right? You have, like... The, the yeah, all the yeah, different yeah, yeah, yeah. transitional fossils from like the monkey, you know, whatever, all the way up to like a man, and then it hunches back down into a guy in a keyboard. Oh, oh, <laughs> just oh, like for sure, for someone sure. has to have done that for sure. Yeah, oh, fuck. Yeah, 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 for sure. I don't yep. know. It's weird. It's weird. Um. Yeah. Did you see? I don't know. This might be a. This might. Be, did you see the alien stuff? I don't know why that made me think I about that. We, it, the history of man made me think that. Like, well, before we destroy ourselves, the aliens pick us up. Yeah, and, and then it, it's the guy on the computer, and then it's like the tractor beam for the UFO, <laughs> yeah. and then just skull and crossbones yeah. on the earth. You know, exactly. uh, I know nothing about it. I don't other either. than the like two. Uh, like the headlines, uber viral saw. clip of the guy saying we have non-human biological remains. You know, yeah, and, and, under oath and, and, and in front I'm of sure Congress, and I'm sure it's some ex-military whistleblower or whatever. You know that probably has a very interesting like conspiracyforum.com history yeah, posting yeah. and it's, whatever. <laughs> Adam said, put me in, coach. I know, dude. He eats this stuff up. I don't know. I don't know. It just, it, I, all I, I don't know what happened. It happened a few months ago where Alien Talk was coming back up and then it's happening again. I don't know why these people are testifying in front of Congress. I don't know what their credentials are. I don't even know what they're saying. I just saw a clip on Twitter and everybody starts freaking out. They're saying we have crafts and they're saying we have <laughs> non biological, non human biological remains. It all started when like a, a couple different things happened. One, a shit ton of like balloons, whether they were weather balloons yeah, or surveillance balloons, balloons or yeah. whatever, were were like definitely terrestrial, definitely sketchy yeah. from like China or whatever. Um, and then 
there's also been a bunch of different things that have been experienced by fighter pilots and and i yeah I think, yeah um where they'll see like a weird blip on their the cameras and they follow it and they just like can't explain yeah. what it is and whatever and of course i'm willing to be wrong yeah I'll, i await the fucking evidence right yeah, yeah yeah but as of right now there's one reasonable conclusion to come to and it's what we always come to yeah. And it's not that the kid's dead. The kid's dead. It's that there's some completely mundane, reasonable explanation that we just haven't yeah, figured out yet. Something stupid. Something not fun at all. And just because a bunch of fighter pilots believe that it's aliens and are testifying for it. Yeah. And a bunch of other people are risking their careers because they work for the government and we're going to go ahead and whistleblow. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And the it, other none thing, of it is evidence. None of it is evidence. The other thing, too, is like I was talking to my wife about this, and it's like in a world with like in a world where it took subtlety uh, one afternoon to literally, without any work from us, put out a Linkin Park cover with you and me in a world where just a dude on his computer in two hours can do that. What evidence would we even accept? If they showed me an alien, I'd be like, "That's a prop." You know what I mean? Like, what? What? What would I don't even know? I want. Uh, and and here's the thing, I want there to be aliens so badly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I I believe they're out there, but I'm just saying. I'm I'm saying like, what even is the like? I don't even know. Oh my god. I haven't put really any thought into this. So I want there to be aliens so badly, and I want to never know about it. Unless we find yeah. microbial life on, like, Io or something, right? Yeah, no, yeah. Because if... Here's the way I look at it. If alien life has contacted us... It's game over. The um, Not necessarily, but what we're talking about yeah. is... It's not even a fair comparison to say we are an ant. No. And they have a magnified, they're a boy with a magnifying for sure, glass. For sure. In order, it, like, you just, the, the fact that something got here, it at all means that, you know what I mean? They're, they can press a button and, and we go bye bye, right? Yeah, yeah. They're unfathomable, unfathomably <clears throat> farther along technology than we are, even just if something got here. Yeah, but plenty, I still plenty, want it, and I just want them to be yeah. nice and chill and give us the tech and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I know Bro, that that's not a reasonable thing, but do you but want what we're Twitch talking chatters about, to have the alien tech? I don't think so. But I do. You, I do. I want a golden age of human. I want to go to space, and I want to. I want to go through a wormhole, and I want to colonize a planet, and I want it to happen in my lifetime. And and on, unironically, the only way that happens in my lifetime is if aliens contact us and they're chill and they give us the tech. I just know that that's the only way it happens in my lifetime, and I want it in my lifetime. No, bro, I'm telling you, when you're like, when me and you were like 60, they'll probably be at the very least like, like go up to the ISS level orbit, probably. Like yeah. that'll be a that'll be a thing. I mean, honestly, like. I can see that happening uh, within. Oh, we got people making fun of me for being old. Uh, 
Uh, I, I can, that, so I know that's I not going to happen. I can see something like that happening for sure. And, and I think that would be, I mean, all, like literally would be one of the most like life. I, I can't imagine yeah. things that would be as, as um, transcendental. Yeah. Or powerful in my entire life. Yeah. Than seeing the earth from space. I, I can't think of anything else. <sighs> I dude, I agree. just I just watched um, finally prove it's flap. I, I, <laughs> oh my god, that's what I've been that's what I've been into lately. By the way, the, and this is what I we would even. this is what we could talk about for an hour and a half in Easily. an extra episode is all of the shit that I've been t- watching regarding flat earthers and yeah. all that stuff. It's, I could talk. We could we could do a whole Patreon episode on flat earthers, bro. It's oh my god, it's it's the most golden the most golden shit ever um but i just watched a movie that i never even knew was a thing it was fuck what was it called like first first to the moon nope that's not it i think that was actually a documentary which i saw but yeah that okay that that's not what i saw it was um no, now I'm not gonna remember, dude. <laughs> it was like a flat Earth thing. No, no, no. It was it was a movie with I, I want to say like Jake Gyllenhaal, but not Jake Gyllenhaal. Just okay. like you know, one of the one of the like heartthrobby guys. Yep. And it's them like the the landing of the moon, like Gus Grissom. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay, okay. Well, Gus beforehand. Um, I can't remember the fucking name of the movie. Oh my god. First man. First man, is that it? Yes, Ryan Gosling. I, I was close, right? Ryan Gosling. Um yeah. yeah, hoping to reach the moon by the end of the decade. NASA plans a series of extremely dangerous, unprecedented missions in the early nineteen sixties. So it's, it's it's basically all about Neil Armstrong. Um okay. <clears throat> and the reason why I wanted to watch it was because you know what you like never see in these movies? Is you never see like the imagine just what it must have looked like from their perspective. I don't want music. I don't want anything. I just want the like opening of the door, seeing like yeah. the surface of the moon. Like, oh, and you know what? It was, um, it was because someone had mentioned it in one of the flat earth videos. They were talking about the lighting. Um, <laughs> uh, and they were talking about how like, insanely hard it would be almost impossible to replicate the actual lighting of having something that bright that far away right like yeah you used to do photography right yeah yeah. like to try to fake that because one of the one of the biggest we'll talk about this for two minutes one of the biggest things that that a bunch of people point to is the fact that like when you look at the shadows of, of like a bunch of the pictures you have like the moon lander off here and the and like Neil Armstrong here, and you'll see like one shadow's like this, and the other shadow's like this. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. like, it's so far away that the shadows should be parallel. That means there's a studio light, right? Yeah. And one guy was talking about he's a photographer, was talking about how the lighting, like yeah. how you couldn't do it that way, but also how it's perspective. It's literally the same exact thing as when you stand in front of railroad tracks and you look down them, they converge. Yeah. And and then he has like a million pictures on Earth where there's like a bunch of fence posts and and they're like the one on the left is this way the one on the right's like this way like way more drastic and it's like just totally yep. debunking these people who were like here's the ultimate proof that the 
that the fucking moon landing is fake. Yep. And at no point when you're like, here's a simple explanation for why the shadows aren't parallel. We can show it on Earth. Yep. There's there's never like a my bad. Yep. Never, right? Dude. Never my ever. favorite footage of all time is the the guys out in the they were trying to prove with like a laser they had it super far away and if the laser and it was like if it was flat so like they had a laser and then like a mile away or whatever they had a thing and it was like it should hit right here yeah and then the the footage and the guy's like huh are you sure it's on and then he was like lift it up because it was like if if the earth was curved, you would have to lift it up. So, and they, and he saw it immediately. And the dude is just like, interesting. <laughs> that's where the clip cuts. And I'm like, that's it. Brother. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the same guy. I, I think his name is Bob something or other, um, uh, where he also did like testing with a gyroscope, like a laser gyroscope, yes, like yeah, super precise, super expensive to the, thing. To see the, the, and major respect to the guy for doing proper science because sure. he actually did it. And it was like figured out the number of degrees in rotation per hour, like whatever. And he came to the right number. And it's so funny because he ended up deleting the video, but it basically like proved that you know, yeah, they were wrong for sure. Um, and the meme in every video for years now is whenever the guys who are debunking the flat earthers or like, because we know that the rotation of the earth is, you know, 14 degrees per hour. Thanks, Bob. And then it's like the meme. Thanks, Bob. It's just like That's the fucking meme. Great. Oh, That's it's, great. it's all about the, the one guy that proved himself wrong. Yep. So aye, aye, ultimately, aye. I hope there's aliens. If, if there is aliens, first of all, they'll be able to tell us, A, if the Earth is flat or not. Mm -hmm. And B, the more important question is, is the sky basketball? Yeah. Because I don't like, I want to know the shape of the sky. Nobody's mm -hmm. asking yeah. the real question. The shape of the earth. What's what the about the sky? What about the sky, bro? What if we find aliens and they have hot dogs for fingers? And the universe where people have hot dogs fingers is just this universe. It's just we're not the people with hot dog fingers. I'm pretty sure that's what string theory says. <laughs> I don't, I'm not really up to date on the maths behind the like 42 dimensions or whatever, but I'm pretty sure that's yeah, the ultimate. It's something like that. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? It was, Oh, you know, okay. <laughs> Did you, have you seen the, um, the newest like reboot of the star Trek series, like the movies with Chris Pine, there was like the, the fuck no. Okay. That's God, fine. I hate whatever. star Trek. I wish I didn't, but I hate it. My dad loves it. Okay. I don't care enough about either of them really, but the opening scene of the first Star Trek movie, but the reboot, okay? With, like, the text crawling up the screen. Yes, that's the one. The yellow text, uh, galaxy, far, far away, Star Trek. Yep. yep. Gotcha. Darth Yoda comes out and says, no, sorry, the opening scene of the Star Trek movie is they're on, like, a mission, and the prime directive is, like, no contact. Do not, and no contact with the, the alien life forms, because they're so devolved and it's like we need to let them evolve at their own pace and we're so far advanced from them 
that like, like we just, have with like aboriginal tribes yes, in fucking africa but like, like but like at an extreme and there's so, so it was like the prime and of course they messed it up whatever but i just always think of that where i'm like that's us like if if aliens if there's an alien ship on this earth with an alien in it if we have that like, like looking through the telescope yeah, that, at us, that like, proves uh, that those that's us that it's like if they're out there and somebody crash landed they left him there because they don't want any more contact because we're so uh, just like stupid incredibly stupid compared to them you know what i mean i was just i was just thinking about that that's like that movie that i can't remember the name of all i know is that it starts off with like showing one of those aboriginal tribes where the you know they're yeah the guy's just out with his spear or whatever and yeah. then he gets like plunk, like hit with like a a glass coke bottle from the sky and they're like what the fuck is this i forget what the name of the the, I the don't movie, know what is. movie coke that is bottle from the sky the go- wow i typed wow. in coke bottle from and it says coke bottle from the sky movie the gods must be crazy 1980 the gods must be crazy the tribal people in a remote African desert live a happy life, but all is torn to pieces when a Coca-Cola bottle falls from a plane. When the vi- villagers fighting over the strange foreign object, tribal leader, looks like Twitter, decides to take a bottle back to the gods to restore peace. His journey to the end of the world eventually has him crossing paths with bumbling scientists and a band of gorillas who take a school teacher and her class hostage. The wow. gods must be crazy. Oh my god, there was a gods must be crazy too? Wow. Yeah, the the UFOs are like the Roswell was the fucking bottle crashing and they were like, Ooh. yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh <clears throat> wow. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just want to go to space. I dude, yeah, going and seeing the earth from space would be the greatest thing. I want to terraform a planet. I want I don't know. I just, I just love that stuff so much. I know it's going to take so damn long. You know what I've been weirdly getting into a little bit is Warhammer 40k lore. Bro. Oh my god. I don't know why. I don't plan on playing the game or buying a figurine or... I've got so many of my buddies who are like it's... hardcore hours painting these models. Bro. Like the most precise the crazy dude the lore is nuts it's cool it's so deep and so intricate and so storied and so i don't even know the lord of diablo yet dude. so and i've played it for 20 blood years for the blood god dude warhammer is like a peek into another dimension it's like it's yeah i don't know this is one of those things that like i i'm i'm just as interested in star trek as Warhammer, and yet I know that that could be like the Outer Wilds, like yeah, it could be yeah. transformed Any the next five of, years. Yeah, in my yeah, life. yeah, yeah. I just like part of me doesn't want to be interested in it because, because I can only be interested in commitment. one thing yeah, at yeah, a time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like ran out of like YouTube like video essays to watch, and I I saw a thumbnail Warhammer 40k lore in 20 minutes, and it was like, <clears throat> whoa. Bro, you gotta watch Dave McKeegan. Dave McKeegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll post a link to one of the videos he just recently came out. He's like, uh, I'm not sure if he's Scottish or Irish. I'm 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 really Irish. bad at telling the difference. But he just sits in his chair with his little dog, sits in his lap, and he just sits there and like shits on flat earthers <laughs> and like debunks the videos and stuff while he's just sitting there 
petting his dog. Every video is just him chilling with his dog. Yeah. He's like, you know, just and uh, it's really good. It's really good. He's actually uh, he was a professional photographer, I think, or is a professional photographer. Um, oh, he only has eighty five thousand subscribers. Damn, he needs more. It's great, great content. So good. So good. Yeah, check him out. You should watch. Oh, I love it. I love that stuff. Oh, bro. I saw one. It was like, this was a video. I don't remember of an elected official. And she was like, <laughs> she said, if it was, if the earth was really a globe, they wouldn't push it on us so much. Everywhere you go, you go to a library, you see a globe. You go into a school, you see a globe. And it's like, the you bent so far backwards to make that logic that you arrived back at logic. It's everywhere because it's real. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God. One of these days, what we're going to have to do for the podcast is, because it, it'll take about two hours, is I'm just going to sit here and read my honors thesis, <laughs> which is like 300 pages of, skepticism and the scientific method oh. and why why like why we believe dumb shit <sighs> and it's all about it's all about all yeah. the different ways in which we're fucking morons and we're wrong about stuff and yep and confident about it it's so <laughs> confident about what we're wrong about <laughs> oh uh, good christ well well um yep so that's the stuff, Hostess. I don't Hostess. know why I always want to yeah. say that at the end. Anyways, mm-hmm. thank you guys for hanging. Good stuff. Good stuff today. Um, sponsored by our Patreon. Sponsored by our future Patreon. Be on the lookout. We're putting out a bolo on the Patreon. It's coming soon. Um, thank you guys for the support. As always, interested to see what happens over the next few weeks in Tarkov land. And uh, yeah, this is recorded on a real Thursday. So this will be live Monday morning, just like every other week. Dude, I don't know what day it is anymore, but thank you guys. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for hanging, and we will definitely see you all on the next one. The earth isn't flat. (laughs) Oh, no, my God. Peace.